The following broadcast is a live production of i3G Media. We welcome you to another edition of Super Sports Saturday here on KDAK, KOVC, KDAK, and ESPN Jamestown. Here comes Devin Hoffman. Is Mr. goal? Devin Hoffman on a great pass from Tommy Falk. Throws it forward. Joe Hurlbert rises up and throws down the hammer. Flexes on the defense as well. <laughs> oh. Jordan sets up, taking a deep ball shot to Williams, and he leaps up and makes the catch. Touchdown. Goes it out. Here's Nelson for the steal. He's all alone. He's going for the slam. Seth Nelson, the steal and the slam. And Yackley swings and drives one to right center field. Back to the track, to the wall, and it's gone. Each Saturday morning from 11 a.m. to 1230, our host Paul McDonald breaks down the latest in North Dakota sports. We send it live to the host of Super Sports Saturday. Here's Paul McDonald. Perfect day, and we're going to be uh, chatting with uh, the aforementioned Mr. Burgum here as uh, the day progresses, and talk with Chad a little bit, and uh, or about uh, to uh, Bob about uh, his uh, putting on the, this uh, the ball field that he has here, and and all that here at his house. But uh, many guests are going to join us. We'll have kind of uh, people dodging in and out here as the day progresses, and joining us right off the uh, the top here is Trevor Christensen. Uh, and Trevor, you kind of work with the, you're kind of the fundraising uh, director for the World Wiffle Ball. Wear a lot of hats. Wear a lot of hats <laughs> out here, for sure. It's a good yeah. thing you have a small head then. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yep. Boy, what a perfect day today, huh? Couldn't have asked for a better one. This is It's always a big concern coming into this weekend of what the weather is actually going to look like. Um, we did have one year where it did get rained out. But honestly, we've been very fortunate throughout the years. And today is just another example of that, of us having... Great weather for this day. It's it's awesome. Well, of course, uh, this kind of this is the seventh annual, and I know I've uh, done stories about it. People have talked about it. Let's just remind folks how the Wiffle Ball World Series got started. Yeah, so I think it was back in 2013. Uh, a couple of buddies of mine, uh, Pat Bresnahan and Chad Bergen, they uh, we always talk about hypothetically, you know, like who who would have won like a World Series if we did Wiffle Ball today. You know, obviously everybody played as a kid, but now that we're more competitive as adults, we want to really know who would win that, and so. We decided to put together a, uh, a tournament to kind of test those those strengths, you know, and see who actually would be better. And uh, so, yeah, in 2013, I think we had eight, te eight teams, and uh, honestly, just a, just a white out a white outfield fence uh, in, in the outfield there, very simplistic design. Um, and, and yeah, and we've just kind of slowly added to it year after year, and it's just been exciting to see it grow the way, the way it is now. Bob's going to have to tear down some trees if you guys grow any more. Eventually, at some point in time, yeah. But that's kind of the cool aspect of it, too, right? We like the aspect of the trees kind of hanging over a little bit, getting into the gameplay to kind of, you know, force the argument <laughs> upon us sometimes. Because, I mean, it's still up for debate on whether the trees are in fair territory or not sometimes. It's like the right field uh, porch at uh, Target Field. Exactly. It overhangs the field. It, exactly, exactly. So it's just, it's just we, it adds a level of controversy to some gameplay. Well, now every year too, and as this has grown, uh, you get a charity that uh, that is uh, benefits from this. Last year, it was the Todd Heck uh, Memorial Scholarship. Yep, yep. So as as this tournament continued to grow, uh, we realized well to keep it in Bob Bergen's backyard, we really couldn't expand on the teams. But what we could do is we could expand on the tournament as a whole. And so last year, we decided to, to donate some money or to raise some money for the Todd Heck Memorial Scholarship Fund. 
and uh, community came out and supported it. We had great sponsors, great donors, and yeah, we ended up raising about four grand uh, last year for the Todd Heck Memorial Scholarship, and uh, so we figured this is the way to kind of continue to grow the tournament. And so this year, um, with with Pat Bresnahan being on our on our Wiffle Ball World Series board of uh, board of directors. His cousin, Jeremy Brown, they set up a fund for him last year, and we decided, you know, that'd be a great opportunity to do it this year. So we're always looking for the next thing to, to kind of help out with, and then Jeremy Brown Family Fund was it this year. And Jeremy's sitting across from us, and he did the opening pitch yep. and uh, enjoying it. We'll talk with Pat, too, uh, yep. as the show progresses about this. But uh, you look at, the, you know, teams. You talk about the teams expanding. Of course, the defending champions are guys from NDSU, yep. football players. Yep. Couple, of, couple, of, couple of athletes athletes there, but uh, as we saw in that game one, they, uh, they took an early L, and uh, it's going to be a long road back for, the, for that repeat for them this year. <laughs> Is this doubly limb then? It's a, so it's a three-game guarantee, uh, but it's so, so essentially after your first game, it's, it's basically double limb. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, we wanted to make sure that at least if you came out here, you at least got three games in. Um, so if you did lose your first two, you do have a chance to continue to battle back. It's just a, it's just a long, long road from there. Yeah. <laughs> now, obviously, there's uh, different rules here. Uh, the home run, I've seen a couple that have gone over and they've circled the bases, and a couple they hit and they got to walk off. You get one a game? No, you get as many as you want. It's just some people like to showboat a little bit and actually ah. like to run around the bases when you okay. don't actually have to. So some <laughs> people some people like to sell their home runs a little bit, or they just don't know. Now, we, we obviously are talking about Shane, Rob, uh, Shane Roberts Field is where we're at here. You've got an, uh, kind of an auxiliary field. Yep. With 16-team kind of doubly limb, you need to run two fields to get this. Absolutely, in. yeah. We, we realized a few years ago that playing it all in one field, it was just too many games. Yeah. And it uh, ended up making the, the, the tournament go very long into the night. You know, we're talking midnight, 1 in the morning, and we just couldn't have that anymore. And so three years ago now, we, we added a second field, and it's really sped up the whole tournament, and it allows it to get done at a, at a decent hour um, and still kind of enjoy the night after the tournament. You know, after the dust has settled and, you know, and the champion's been crowned, everybody can then relax and then, you know, share a few drinks and, and you know, catch up about the day. I, I think I saw Bob earlier with the tweezers cutting the lawn. He was yeah. kind of being meticulous, but uh, all, all, all kidding aside, though, this is just a great what they do with this field every year. It's amazing. You know, uh, I, we kind of say, like, this is what Bob's pride and joy is having the Wiffle World Series in his yard. I mean, it, there's been a lot of people that want the Wiffle World Series in their yard. And so Bob spends 364 days a year keeping Shane Roberts Field in immaculate shape and just for the one day for us to come up here and destroy it. <laughs> it's like Augusta National. Exactly. The only time that they play on it is the Masters. Exactly. That, it, you know what? That's a great comparison. I think that, that a lot of people would say the exact same thing about this field. Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the Augusta National of wiffle ball yep. fields. Yeah, but he does. Yeah, he does do a really great job. the The grass is always super green, lush. You know, it's easy. A lot of us are playing in bare feet, so you know we, we're worried about our feet, but we never have any issues with anything on this grass here. Outside of sliding, I, think, I actually I think he just won lawn of the week last week. <laughs> so uh, so uh, that that tells us something right there. there right? It is that, that that does it. Now I know later in our show today I've got uh, we've got an interview with uh, Matt Entz, the head football coach of North Dakota State, because some uh, former not his but yep. some former players yep. are here. Now every time is at Colton gets introduced, there's a boo. <laughs> uh, and now he was the MVP I think last year. He I know was. it's in it's in good humor, it's in good fun, but is there a reason behind it? I think Colton kind of brings it on himself. <laughs> um, he's kind of an antagonizer, and so uh, so just throughout the years of all of us knowing Colton so well, you know, he's always got the big mouth of the group, <laughs> and so you know, he'll he'll let you know when he wins things. He'll let you and he'll brag about it. So we definitely have to kind of bring him down a notch every now and then, and so that's why it's been a fun thing to kind of do for him. Well, of course, you were going to try to raise a flag, and he was supposed to do it with <laughs> the Hall of Fame. Uh, 
inductee this year, Chad, and it didn't work. It didn't work. You know, it's part for the course there. But, I mean, not, not all everything works when we come out here. Obviously, you <laughs> saw the, the the plane flyover kind of went over the wrong field. Yep. But, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll get her perfect one of these years. But that's, that's part of the fun of the tournament, too, yeah. is, like, it doesn't all go right, you know, but it's still, like, this an unbelievable thing, and, and we still love it coming out here. But, yeah, him, him trying to raise that Wiffle Ball World Series flag was, was hilarious <laughs> when, the, when it snapped on him. But a Jumbotron new this year that's got a big scoreboard, and we saw a video on it earlier of the controversy uh, with LC yep. and, uh, and, how, and how he likes to, uh, uh, you know, take some credit for things. Yep, <laughs> yep. So the Jumbotron was a great addition to this year. You know, we're always looking for ways to just add one, two more things that would just get people that have been here year after year, and they come through that gate and like, oh, that's awesome. You know, the people that have seen it before, and then we add pieces to it, which is just cool. The Jumbotron, great addition. We can get the scores up there pretty easily. Uh, it's pretty easy to see and everything like that. Yeah, then we can showcase our intro video that we had this year and, uh, and our mock 30 for 30 that we did with LC Challenge. Uh, for those of you that don't know, LC is pretty notorious for uh, sneakers winning to pictures on championship teams. Mm. Uh, and uh, so we did a little 30 for 30 on him being a con man last year. <laughs> well, I know that he uh, he did the, they did the team he was on softball one on out at McQuaid. So, yes, they, uh, I mean was he on it? I don't, well, know. I don't know. He sent me he's the picture. He's so. in the picture. He's <laughs> that for sure. <laughs> But uh, another new uh, thing, I think this is, I heard something about a hot tub here. There's a hot tub down the third baseline, yep. So I think I think the Red Hawks used to have yes. one back in the day. And uh, so that's kind of where the idea came from. Chad and those guys, they bought a hot tub for ice fishing this last year. <laughs> so like, well, what else can we get us use out of it for? So I was like, well, let's put that down the third baseline and just add one more gimmick to the whole tournament, oh. you know. So I'm not sure it's the best day for a hot tub, <laughs> but uh, who knows? Maybe later in the night, or maybe we turn it into a pool, like an ice tub, off. an ice tub at some a, point in time tub. for the athletes. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to put some ice in it. Yeah. They can soak. A yeah, nice, exactly long, right. hot soak. Yeah. But I tell you what, Trevor, what, crowd, we got a good crowd out here. Uh, everything just great. This Right now, this is perfect. It is. It really is. You know, some, there's so many times throughout this day that I just sit here and honestly just look at it and look at the people having a good time. People that haven't seen each other, you know, sometimes in years or maybe this is the only time of year that they see each other. And it gives them a chance. To, I mean, this has turned into a mini reunion at this point. And, uh, and so it's, just, it's nice to sit and reflect and just look at what it's become and just look at the happiness that it, that it, and the joy that it brings to some people. And whether you win the tournament or not, I think a lot most people honestly don't care. I mean, as it gets towards the end, yeah. they do. But at the end of the day... They just want to have a good time, and they just want to spend time with friends and family. And a good cause with the Jeremy Great Brown cause. Family Foundation. Yep, uh, and so I think that that's another piece, right, too, because it gets more people involved doing that stuff, and, and people love to get back. And, and so if we can do anything that we can to help out, uh, we'd love to. Well, I know I was in the. I'm kind of in the splash zone here because I'm right behind the first base bag. Yep. So I can't touch the ball. If it Good comes thing over most here. of the people are righties, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. So to, yeah, because <laughs> otherwise you would really be in a bad I, spot. I would be in a bad spot. Yep. Exactly. Well, Trevor, I do appreciate it uh, chatting with you, and I know it's going to be a full day of action, and we'll. Uh, I'm sure see you again, and we're here until 1230. If you get awesome. bored and you want to come over and talk, you come on over and Will talk. I appreciate you guys coming out today. You Thank bet. you very much. Appreciate it, Trevor. Yeah. Trevor you. Christensen, of course, part of uh, the uh, Wiffle Ball World Series out here. We're going to be here with Super Sports Saturday all day long, so you can uh, join us. And why don't you come out here, too, and uh, catch it? There's, uh, I think they're about game three here on the main diamond. And, again, there's a diamond going on back behind us. Talk with uh, Pat Brisnahan when he comes, uh, gets a chance to come over and chat as uh, Pat's uh, cousin is uh, Jeremy Brown, and thus the, the Jeremy Brown Foundation is with the charity that they have for this year. They've already donated uh, and presented a check for $2,000 to Jeremy and his mom. They're sitting across from us. 
and uh, enjoying this day as everybody is. And actually, Pat's team is playing right now, so he'll have to wait till his game is over before he can come over and talk with us. But uh, Steve, Steve Yarnis joining us too here on uh, this uh, gorgeous day. And you played wiffle ball as a kid, didn't oh, you? Oh man, yeah. We, uh, I've got a friend uh, that uh, wants to. He lives in California now, but he wants to actually come here to be a part of this wiffle ball world series because we paid so much wiffle ball in our own backyards and he put an interesting piece of tape on the end of a wiffle ball bat carpet tape or whatever you know to kind of thicken it up in certain area right at the barrel or the end of the bat i should say and you know what he hit a home run <laughs> one time that i don't know if it was 250 feet or I mean it was crazy and so we have given him the uh, world record of the longest <laughs> wiffle ball home run you know Mickey Mantle style yeah uh, to him of course it was cheating with uh, putting that carpet tape on the end of the <laughs> barrel of that bat and uh, he hit the sweet spot on that thing and oh my word went into that uh, next neighbor's backyard so two <laughs> two two backyards away that was a long ball so well no, great memories yeah it is and, and and you talk about neighbors i'm sure uh, everybody has great stories i had neighbors on both sides uh, of uh, our backyard that i think were getting frustrated that uh, these uh, Wiffle balls are flying over into their <laughs> yards. Uh, oh, there's that McDonald kid. He's out playing uh, wiffle ball again. And the problem was, on one side it was a pool. If it went over that one, it was gone. It oh. was. It was. I wasn't going to go retrieve that. My, but, my. And that's how this whole thing got started. Uh, the uh, the three friends, uh, Pat Bresnahan, Chad Bergen, and, and Trevor Christensen, came up with this. And uh, and look at how it has uh, exploded. When you have something like this. Okay, we're gonna get together in someone's backyard and have yeah. a little have a little wiffle ball tournament and have some fun <laughs> with it. Yeah, get together and you got. I mean, this is almost like a, a carnival type uh, atmosphere that they have going on here. Well, we've got us here, and then we've got a major uh, media outlet out of Fargo, and so it's like, yeah, <laughs> who knows? I think you said ESPN. maybe ESPN yeah. uh, will do an. A story on it one day. I mean, I don't know why not. There's uh, so many people here. Did you? Uh, now, I didn't get a chance to take in the opening ceremony. Yes. So uh, last year we had a helicopter and it was all just okay. So yep. this year, what? It, it was a What do they have this year? This year was a, a good one. The uh, highlights, of course, the state champion hip hop dance team from the Valley City Highlights. They performed uh, their state championship routine and, and also they. Uh, forgot to mention they finished seventh in the nation when they went down to orlando my, florida oh in march and competed at the nationals so they were here and uh, doing their show and uh, they had their as i i said in my story they kicked off the opening ceremony and the pun was fully intended uh, <laughs> with that <laughs> i so love it the highlights were here to get things started i thought i saw bagpipes uh, there were did bag I see bagpipes uh, okay heather and uh, <laughs> i, I want to make sure i get the the name right it is Heather and the Thistle Pipes and Drums. Okay. They were here playing bagpipes, <laughs> and uh, they performed a couple of songs. We had uh, the national anthem beautifully uh, sung by Amby Brandon, and she's out of uh, Fargo. She came and sang the national anthem. And uh, we had the honor guard, the color guard from the VFW that yeah. was here as well uh, that uh, <laughs> brought the colors. All the teams, the 16 teams, are on the third baseline and the first baseline. And if my pictures come out, we'll see them on the website a little later on when I get a chance to, to get them on the web. We got some pictures, the opening ceremony. The only thing that didn't work 
Okay. And, Chad, and Trevor mentioned it here in our conversation, is the flyover, the airplane, went over the wrong field. Uh, <laughs> he went over the field <laughs> that's back behind us. So he was flying over here, and I thought, well, you know what? Can he make a quick right and come back and do a U-turn and come back over this way? So you did have a flyover We then. did, okay. but uh, <laughs> and you could see it. And uh, we had the uh, the honor guard, the color guard was out front. and But it's kind of looking like that's the wrong field. Oh, man. <laughs> I know last year I got the belly of the helicopter yeah. right over Shane Roberts Field, you know, here at uh, Bergen's backyard here. That was just perfect. So, And you know what? This is open to the public, so it it's is. such a beautiful day. If you've never heard of this, you come on out here uh, just south of Valley City and the Catherine Road and go off to the Bergen's. You'll see all the cars lined up on the frontage That's road right. and uh, buses. And, uh, yeah, you'll figure it out. And uh, come on in, and it's wide open. It, so. It's it's free to come in and watch, uh, you know, and, and to help with the scholarship and uh, with, the, uh, with, the, with the fun, with the Jeremy Brown Family Foundation. These teams paid to get in here. That kind of starts things. They have T-shirts that they sell. Uh, I know that they've got uh, a grill going, so, I mean, uh, not sure if the food is, uh, is for, the, for the general public, but I do know that they have things that you can buy. I've got a t-shirt. I've already got my t-shirt here. So uh, come on out and, and see this. It's it's absolutely gorgeous. A perfect day. You don't have to spend the whole day. Come out, watch a little wiffle ball and see what they've done with this ballpark. They got the Drumbotron that's over the right field fence, which also has the now, scoreboard on that's it. That's new. That's brand new. That's brand new. Yeah. Uh, a Dactron, uh, Jumbotron. <laughs> It's amazing. It, it handles the sun any direction uh, very well, and that is something brand new. Just to come out and see that uh, is uh, worthy, worthwhile of the uh, Wiffle Ball World Series. This is uh, what a perfect day. Yeah. Wow. We, we can't, uh, can't, can't ask say for anything better. Absolutely. That's why we hold stuff in July, because eight out of ten, nine out of ten times, we're we might have a just a perfect day in July, you know. So and yeah. he did say, Trevor said, you know, one was rained out. They have had they one rain out. They did have that. Yep. Uh, yep. But other than that, it's been. I think it was like this uh, last year as it well. It was textbook perfect like this last year. I remember. But yeah, there was. Yeah, you said they had one rain out since 2013. Is in that seven the years? Year? Yep, seven they've years. Had one so. rain out. This is the seventh year. So Not there you go. Nine out of ten. There you go. There you go. <laughs> the, the percentage is right there. <laughs> Well, Paul uh, McDonald, Steve Yernis, we're here at Super Sports Saturday, and I know normally we have a lot of interviews uh, with uh, coaches, area coaches, and talk some area sports. I will get to what's going on with the uh, Legion tournament, and there's a lot of Legion baseball going on. Of course, the East Region is wrapping up in Valley City today. The West Region wrapping up, uh, wrapped up yesterday in Minot, and we'll talk about that. The Class B uh, Legion is going on. The State uh, Babe Ruth tournament is going on at Watford City. Lamore is playing in that and had a big comeback yesterday to uh, advance in the tournament. And uh, again, the rules uh, on, on this, if you come out and watch and you're not familiar with the rules of wiffle ball, the way you have it here, you either catch the ball, mm -hmm. you either tag the runner with the ball, or you can throw at, at the runner and get them out that way. That's how you can get them out. And there's five innings, right? And there's five innings. So um, try to move it along. Ten-run rule after three. Yeah. Uh, if there's ten rule, we've had one of those already. Already. Uh, wow. Ten-nothing game in three innings. And, you know, I mentioned that guys are hitting home runs but weren't running. So I thought there was a limit on home runs. I asked Trevor. He said, no, you can hit as many home runs as you oh, want. Oh, so there's no limit. But okay. some guys like to do it up 
and showboat a little bit and circle the bases. And uh, some guys just like, okay, hit a home run, just put it on the scoreboard and walk back. Let's get the next guy up. That's how you speed things up, too. Oh, wow. And yeah. uh, I don't know. They don't have a marker for the uh, distance, but I'd have to say it's, what would you say, about 100 feet maybe down the left and right field lines, maybe yeah. 150 to straightaway center. Yeah, yeah, that looks about right. Maybe, yeah, 125, whatever, the straightaway center. Yeah, that's nice. We'll have to, we'll have to <laughs> ask Bob because Bob Bob Bergham, this is his yard. He's the one that puts this together. Maybe he'll have an idea of what the dimensions are. I'm going to see if I can track down Bob for you. Well, he's uh, uh, if you're looking for him, usually he's sitting on the deck with his feet up. Oh, there. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll, send him, I'll send him over this way. I know uh, we need to talk with Bob. We'll to, talk with Bob, to too. this. Absolutely. The Bergen family. This is great. And so, when, uh, well, when you know, uh, Todd Christensen is the window man. I just got to yep. say, one year I was here last year, and we saw a home run go right through one of the windows, <laughs> meaning it's no, there's no glass through right. it. It's just a frame. But what are the odds that that would happen, too? You That's know? pretty so. good. <laughs> that is pretty good. Right next to the scoreboard, straightaway center field. And, of course, South University Dental Associates, uh, they've got a big mouth. So I think somebody has seen uh, a sign one, with a, a big mouth. A Let's sign look, you know. with a big mouth. There you go. I, I don't think I phrased that correctly, no. did I? Yeah. And anyway, this big smile is really huge, and I think you could get a ball through there, too. So, oh, oh my. Well, <laughs> if you are bored, come on out. It is, uh, again, as uh, Steve said, on the Catherine Road, Bob Burgum's uh, 3578 Cheyenne Circle is the address, or Cheyenne Road. You can Google it and come on out and watch a little uh, wiffle ball and enjoy what's an absolutely gorgeous day. I might have to put more sunscreen on. I already put it on three times today. I might have to put a little bit more on. But we're going to take a break. And uh, also coming up in the show, as I mentioned, we're going to talk Legion baseball. We're going to talk Babe Ruth baseball. And Eric Johnson from KQLX in Lisbon, uh, he had a chance to talk with Matt Entz. He is the new head football coach of the North Dakota State uh, University Bison. And, of course, some former Bison uh, have a team here. They're the defending champions, but they're own one so far in the tournament as they lost earlier today. But we're going to hear that interview as well coming up a little bit later on in the show as they had a tailgate party in Barnesville, Minnesota. And, uh, and Eric had a chance to catch up with uh, Coach Entz. So we're going to have that along with more from Shane Roberts Field and uh, the... 2019 World Series, uh, Wiffle Ball World Series, and we're going to take a break. When we come back here on Super Sports Saturday, we're going to talk about uh, the, the real baseball with the, uh, the hard uh, bats and the hard uh, balls and what's going on with that and talk Legion baseball, and we'll do that when we come back. You're listening to Super Sports Saturday. The biggest adventures start with the biggest dreams, and you can make them come true with the 2019 Honda Pioneer 1000. It's a Sports A 999cc engine, a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission, and an impressive 2,000-pound towing capacity, which means you can do it all, hunting, fishing, trail riding, and more. Just head to Gun and Reel Sports on 1st Street West Jamestown and check out the Honda Pioneer 1000 today. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are a driver 16 years and older. Check out the new daily specials at Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, your locally owned pharmacy. Every Monday is Memory Mondays, 20% off scrapbooking and picture frames. Tuesday is two for Tuesday, buy one, get one free on all Health Mart products. Wednesday is Whimsical Wednesday, 20% off home decor. Thursday is Toy Thursday, 20% off all toys. Friday is Fabric Friday, 20% off all crafts. And Saturday is Serious Saving Saturday with a discount drawing at time of purchase. Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, downtown Valley City. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. The long winter has made busy bees out of us to get our yards ready. How many projects are on your yards to-do list? 
Keep Sherbinsky Inc. on speed dial. Their screen black dirt can help you patch up and level out your yard or add to that beautiful flower bed you're designing. With a wide variety of sand and rock, you can landscape your heart's desire or your wife's. And gardeners, pay attention. Sherbinsky has manure, nature's fertilizer, to help give your garden that something extra for delicious yields. Sherbinsky Inc., 252-2652. Paying your energy bill the old-fashioned way takes a lot of steps, including all those steps to the mailbox. ePay from Ottertail Power Company is an easier way to manage your account anytime, anywhere, even from your mobile phone. It's free. It's easy. Take the first step. Enroll at otpco.com slash ePay. Ottertail Power Company. On for you. Welcome to Unison Bank. I'm happy to help you with any kind of transaction today, whether you're depositing money you got from selling your car or a jar full of change you got from inside your couch cushions. No matter the financial need, I can help because I've been helping you and all our customers for years. We are Unison, and you can be too at unisonbank.com. Go ahead at Unison Bank, member FDIC. Paul McDonald back with you here. Super Sports Saturday. And we are live from Shane Roberts Field here in Valley City. It is a 2019 World Series, Wiffle Ball World Series. And uh, Bob Burgum, who's the, uh, I, guess, I don't know, would you be kind of like the Charles Kamitsky uh, <laughs> uh, of this? Uh, the field is here in your backyard here on the Catherine Road here in Valley City. Bob, first, thanks for joining us. And, boy, what a perfect day weather-wise. Oh, we really lucked out. I mean, every year we say we'll have the Wiffle Ball World Series and it'll rain. Well, Today we got a perfect day, so it's it's, it's awesome. And uh, the field here now, when when they came to you, did they come to you, or was this your idea to start having this here? No, it was the boys. Uh, Chad, when he was little, they played you know all the time back here, and and they decided to have a tournament, you know, seven eight years ago to kind of get everybody back that used to play when they're you know junior high, high school, grade school. They played here all the time. When we did the yard originally, we kind of left half of it open for the fact they could have a little field back here, but. Never dreamt it would turn into this. <laughs> and uh, you, you uh, 364 days out of the I told, I told Trevor, this is the Augusta National of Wiffle Ball <laughs> Fields because the only time you're on it is when you play today and tomorrow. That's right. That's right. It, it builds to this day, and, you know, we're fortunate to have the river so we can water from the river, and it bounces back. I mean, the field really gets ripped up some years, especially when it was raining. Now, there one I hadn't seen. That hit the top no, of the flag. hit the flag. That was awesome. <laughs> Well, with, uh, with this field, Bob, and every year something new gets added and they kind of jazz it up. We've got the Jumbotron, which is yeah, phenomenal that's here. that's amazing. Uh, over the right field fence. And I think there's a hot tub here as well that's kind of being uh, extra use uh, as well. But for you and, and your family having this here, you guys just look forward to this every year, don't you? We really do. It just, like I say, it builds this every year. We, we appreciate everybody coming home, you know. They, they come home, we like that, and uh, they like coming here. So it's special when we added the whole charity part of it. I mean, that just brought it to another level. So we're happy to help out. We're, we're kind of that way. We, we're community-orientated. We want to give back, and this is another chance to do that. How about the, the name of the field, uh, the Shane Roberts Field? Uh, how'd that come about? Yeah, actually, Chad and, and Tyler and Marthal are their middle names. So it's Chad Robert and uh, Shane for uh, Tyler Shane Marthaler. So they use Shane Robert. 
when they were little, they named it, you know, when they were probably 10, 11 years old. And it stuck. <laughs> and it stuck. So that was even before that uh, this even started. Then. Oh, yeah. Back in the day, they had, like, wires up in the tree with little spotlights and, you know, made a little little field and uh, named it way back when. They brought it back to life. Well, of course, uh, the whole idea is raising money. Jeremy Brown Family Foundation is the charity. We're going to talk with Pat when he's out pitching right now. So as soon as his team is done, we'll talk with him uh, a little bit later on. But, uh, folks, come on out. They come out watch a little wiffle yeah. ball. you got shirts, uh, T-shirts that folks can get here if they want to get buy some T-shirts. I know the highlights. I don't know if they're still here. They were selling raffle tickets. It's kind of like a little mini carnival right it now. It really is. It's uh, We invite anybody. I mean, to come out, especially that opening ceremonies every year. It's just amazing with bagpipes and what have you this year. It's having the military, the guys come. I mean, that really is special and, and the, the big flag. And so, yeah, it's definitely open. Anybody can come and watch. So come on out. It'll be here today. They play into the night. If you want to watch a little night games, they've got yep. the, the spotlight over the left field fence. Uh, watch a little night ball. And uh, ooh, that one off the green monster yeah, in the center that field. Yeah, close. That one's just about went. But, yeah, it's, it's neat at night. It's the first year it went to 1.30 in the morning. We finally figured out to get the thing done by about 10, 10.30 at night now, so we don't go quite to the wee hours of the morning now. But. <laughs> well, you got a, an auxiliary field next door here, yeah, and uh, I'm sure your neighbors love it when this happens. Yeah, that's really nice of them to add. The, the first year we tried to put a field out by the ditch, and that didn't work, and then my neighbors volunteered to help uh, with us, and it really flows nicely, so that's one reason we're able to get it done in a decent hour. Well, it is uh, a great cause. It's uh, it's we're trying to see if we can't get. I mean, you've got two radio stations here from here, yeah. of course, us and from Fargo, and I think Television DIY was yeah. here earlier. We just need to get ESPN. will get here yeah. eventually. They'll That's catch what on. we're hoping. Yeah, we'll have a media role for you guys next year. There we go. <laughs> I can be the director of, of getting hold of those there people. You go. There you <laughs> That'd be uh, good, Paul. <laughs> well, Bob, thank you very much for yep. joining us. Congratulations and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you for being here. Yeah, you bet. We appreciate it. Uh, Bob Bergen joining us here this morning. Uh, oh yeah, it's still this morning and. Uh, watching another near home run. Oh, dropped out in center field. As uh, they, They're not using gloves here either, gang. When they're catching, they're doing this barehanded. But of course, it is the wiffle ball, the plastic wiffle ball. But uh, it's kind of fun watching them try to catch it because with the holes in that wiffle ball and if there's any wind, they, uh, they got to deal with that as it's uh, kind of flying around and, uh, and just like real baseball. There's wind. you got to play that wind, maybe even play the sun. But we're going to step aside, take a break, and again, we're going to touch on Legion Baseball. There's other ball going on here in town, Legion Baseball and, of course, uh, Babe Ruth Baseball. And when uh, Pat gets done with his game, we'll uh, chat a little bit with uh, Pat Bresnahan. Of course, it's his cousin, Jeremy Brown, that this foundation is named for and the reason uh, that the money, the charity that they're using for this year. So we'll step aside. We'll be back with more. It is the 2019 World Series, Wiffle Ball World Series. Bob, you just dropped one. It's right at you, and you missed it. Come on. Yeah, you did. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Right You're right-handed, so you should be able to catch that. We'll be back with more as our Super Sports Saturday rolls on from Shane Roberts Field in Valley City after this. This is Tara from RM Stout wishing all of our area athletes a healthy and successful season. RM Stout is your premier Ford, Lincoln, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram dealership, and we're proud to have served you and your family for the last 77 years. Whether you're in the market for your very first vehicle or are ready to work with us again, we truly appreciate every opportunity to earn your business. See us at the junction of I-94 and Highway 281 South. Call us at 252 2270 or see us online at stoutcars.com. RM Stout for the best value since 1941.
Before you can start building business, you have to build a business, you know, a building, a storefront, a facility, new or addition. Problem is, you're too busy taking care of business, you don't have time to meet with a planner, a contractor, and all the suppliers. But if you wait any longer, you're going to start losing business. Well, have you heard about Hillerood Construction? They're in the business of building business. Literally, quality commercial construction saves you time, stress, and money so that you can get on with your business. Visit HillerudConstruction.com or call 253-8310 to get the ball rolling. Come home to Oaks Family Pharmacy, where they treat you like family. With great knowledge and customer service, the staff is committed to making your prescription health and gift needs as simple as possible. While you wait for your prescriptions, check out the great items in the store. Tornado Oaks and North Dakota Wall Decor, summer clothing, baby gifts, and more. With summer also comes sunshine and nasty bugs. So protect yourself with sunscreen and insect repellent spray and lotion. Visit Oaks Family Pharmacy at 422 Main Avenue in Oaks. This is Steve Linsmeyer, Sports Director for I3G Media, and today I'm talking with Jack Talley from the University of Jamestown men's basketball team. Why did you choose the University of Jamestown to start your journey to success? I chose the University of Jamestown because of their great academic program. They also had a great community around campus that made me feel very welcome from the start, and I was able to continue playing basketball. Start your journey to success at the University of Jamestown. Make a plan to tour our beautiful campus today by visiting uj.edu. Gretberg Electric believes in quality first, taking pride in their work and standing behind every project they do. They're bringing together the power, technology, and the experience that keeps your business online. The success of Grotberg Electric depends on three major ideals. The quality of their products, the commitment to their customers, and most of all, their customer service. Call Grotberg Electric today at 845-3010 or visit them online at grotbergelectric.com. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton is your full-time Senex shop. They offer great service and top-of-the-line products. Arrowwood Prairie Co-op is also your one-stop farm shop with a large convenience store, ag products, and their top-quality trusted mechanic shop. Stop in today to your local Arrowwood Prairie Co-op where all your needs are met under one roof. Visit Arrowwood Prairie Co-op with locations in Wimbledon, Cooperstown, Carrington, and Sutton. Donald back with you here. Super Sports Saturday here on this gorgeous Saturday. And uh, lots uh, going on around the area and around the state of North Dakota. Not only the Wiffle Ball World Series going on here in Valley City. Also, we have American Legion Baseball going on in Grand Forks in Minot. And that, too, is going on here in Valley City. As a matter of fact, let's tell you what else is going on in the baseball world, the American Legion baseball world in particular, as the state class double-A tournament is going on up at Grand Forks, at Craft Field in Grand Forks, and it all got started yesterday. Bismarck Governors defeated Fargo Post 400 by final of 8-5. to five. Williston, winners over the Minot Vistas, 5-3. to three. Fargo Post 2, big winners over Mandan Chiefs by final of 10-5. to five. And the Grand Forks uh, Royals uh, defeated West Fargo Patriots 3-2, the final score in that. So going on at noon today, elimination round, Fargo Post 400 against Minot. 
Man End will take on West Fargo. Then the championship semifinals tonight. Winner's bracket, Bismarck versus Williston. And Fargo Post 2 taking on Grand Forks. Those games are going on up at Kraft Field in Grand Forks. Well, going on right here in Valley City, it was the... Uh, it is still. They still have one more game to play. The East Region Tournament. And uh, speaking of baseball, if you want to watch some great Legion baseball, head on out to Charlie Brown Field. 1 o'clock today, it's a winner-take-all as Kindred will take on the Fargo Jets. Now, the Jets won yesterday 13-4 to to make it a one-win and move on. Though, Kindred, the Jets, along with Grand Forks and the Fargo Astros are already in the state tournament next weekend. But you want to go in as that District 7 champ, or that East, pardon me, as that East Region champ, and then you would play the number four team. So the winner of today's game would meet up against Mandan as the top four teams have already been selected or already won their way through out west. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Let's talk about what's happening here in the eastern part of the state. And in two games versus the Fargo Astros this season, Valley City post 60. They scored 14 runs in the two games. Well, they did that plus one in the opening game of the tournament on Tuesday night when they defeated uh, the Fargo Astros 15 to nothing. Post 60 scored five times in the second, six in the third, and fourth in the fourth to uh, back the four-hit pitching of Mitchell Taylor. Offensively, it was a team effort for Valley City as eight different starters had hits, eight different players scored runs, and eight different players drove in runs. Avery Benefeld led the way. He went three for four with two runs scored, and he drove in two runs with a single in a five-run second inning. Avery Benefeld. Sports number 15 on the back of his white pinstriped uniform, the 0-1 pitch. Swinging a ground ball right side and into right field, a base hit. One run in. Hesh around third. He's being waved in. Throw's going to get caught off the throttle plate. Not in time. It comes to the backstop. Here comes third. Now he stops as he stumbled a little bit. He'll stay at third base. Down to second base goes Benefeld, and it's 3-0 Valley City. That was, again, part of that uh, five-run second inning. Well, Connor May, he was 3-4 for four with two runs scored and had an RBI double in the six-run third. Alex Thornton was two for four with two runs scored and had four RBI, two coming on a single in the third. As I mentioned, Mitchell Taylor, he pitched well, but he also helped his cause going two for three with three RBI. Two of them came on a triple in the third inning. One ball, one strike on Taylor. Johnson's at third. Targus the Curtis runners at second. Two out, three in here for Valley City. All this with two outs and the pitch. Swung on, there's a shot into right center field. That could split the gap and score two, and it will. Taylor around first, on his way to second. He is going to hit second. He's going to try for third. The throw comes in. Here's the throw to third. It is not going to be time. Gets away and goes near the dugout, but hits off the facing. It'll be a triple for Taylor, and it's 10-0 Valley City. Well, Taylor also did it on the mound as he went to the complete game five innings. He did not walk a batter and struck out seven in picking up the win. No balls, two strikes. And right now he's sitting at three days rest between the 61 and 80 pitches. He gets to 81. He would be basically done until Saturday if they needed him. 0-2 the count, curveball, strike three, got him looking. And a strike on number seven for Taylor. 
Out number two. And that'll bring up Mitch Runcorn, in the shortstop. Again, that was the opening night of the tournament, winning it 15 to nothing did Valley City. Well, then uh, after that, things uh, got a little difficult. They moved on to the uh, winner's bracket, and after three innings of play, it looked like there was going to be an old-fashioned pitcher's duel in the second game between Michael Hall of Kindred and Jacob Johnson of Valley City. There was no score, only six hits between the two teams and ten strikeouts between the two pitchers. But a big fourth inning by Kindred changed all that as the Vikings uh, downed Valley City 11-2. to Wednesday night in what was a state qualifying game. The Kindred scored eight runs in the fourth on five hits and were helped out by two Valley City errors. Trenton Dukeshire had a two-run single in the inning. Sawyer Rowland added a two-run double, and the Vikings would add three more in the sixth. Andy Fryer led Kindred by going two for four with a run scored and two RBI. Oakley DeBoard was two for two with two RBI. John Tweet was two for four. Dukeshire and Sawyer Rowland had two RBI each. Michael Hall pitched a solid game in six and a third innings. He allowed five hits, two unearned runs with a walk, and 11 strikeouts. And Valley City did avoid the shutout when Connor Drogan and Jacob Johnson both scored on an error by Kindred second baseman Logan Myers in the bottom of the sixth inning. So that took them to Thursday, where they needed to win, not only to advance into the state uh, tournament, but also at least stay alive in the tournament, in the East Region Tournament. Well, Grand Fork scored two runs with two out in the second inning, and Ty Lorenz did the rest by costing, tossing a complete game, leading the Blues to a 6-3 win over Valley City in that other state qualifying game. Oliver Wolf's RBI single broke the scoreless tie in the second inning. Brady Lewandowski singled in a run a batter later to make it 2-0. The Blues would add three in the fifth and another in the sixth. Valley City avoided the shout-out again with a run in the sixth inning on John Butler's RBI single. That would add two more runs. They would add two more runs in the seventh. Henry Benefeld had an RBI double in the inning, then scored on Jacob Johnson's single. Connor May had two of Valley City's seven hits. Ty Lorenz scattered seven hits in his seven innings of work, allowed the three earned runs with a strikeout, and he did not walk a batter. Valley City ends the season 16-19-1. and and Grand Forks, of course, uh, they played later in the evening. They defeated Fargo 6-4 in nine innings, and uh, they are 18-24. and 24. They lost yesterday to the Fargo Jets in the elimination game. Kindred won later in the evening to uh, defeat the Jets to move on to the championship, and the Jets won last night 6-1, then defeated Kindred 13-4. Those two teams are playing here this afternoon at 1 o'clock at Charlie Brown Field in the uh, last game of the tournament, and again, all four teams, Kindred, Fargo Astros, Fargo Jets, and the Grand Forks Blues are all heading to the state tournament next week in Minot. And out west, uh, Jamestown post-14, they went into the tournament as a number one seed and found themselves on the wrong end of a 9-8 extra inning loss to the Dickinson Volunteers. The lead jumped back and forth in this one, Jamestown taking a 4-3 lead into the seventh inning following a block by Dickinson starter Carson Weiler in the fifth. Chris Erickson relieved Jacob Shemp for post-14 and was asked to try to get the final four outs. He got a quick out after, hit, after hitting to end the sixth. In the seventh, an RBI triple to left center scored the tying run with nobody out. Dawson Dowdy's relay to the plate was ahead of the runner, but he was called safe. With the score tied at four entering the extra innings, the game was blown wide open. A few costly errors and timely hits allowed Dickinson to plate five runs in taking control and led nine to four going to the bottom of the inning. And the uh, Jamestown did not go quietly, though. Cole Kratz's bases-clearing triple, followed by Max Anderson's ground out, cut the lead to 9-8, to eight, but that was as close as they would get in that opening game. So then they would have to come through the loser's bracket 
And uh, they lost in that game by a final of four to nothing, taking on the Bismarck Capitals and lost four nothing. After entering as the tournament's top seed, they lost the two games and were eliminated. Bismarck got the Jamestown starter Aaron Clevin in the second inning for a run. After three walks uh, to third to start the third, Preston Eagleson drilled a two-run double to push the score to three nothing. Clevin was lifted after the third, following at 73 pitches. Capitals starter Matt Miller was dominant uh, through three, facing just one over the minimum, allowing only a Dawson Dowdy infield single to start the game. Jamestown finally put some traffic on the bases in both the fourth and fifth innings, but left the bags full. Cole Kratz relieved Clevin and allowed just one run over four innings while striking out seven, but they lost to Bismarck by final of four to nothing to end their season. And so that uh, moved the Capitals into the winner's bracket and the rest of the West region, Dickinson, they were winners over Mandan, 10 to nothing. Bismarck reps over Watford City, 11 to one. Then the loser out games uh, here uh, on Thursday, or actually on uh, Thursday, the loser out game, the Bismarck Caps over Watford City, eight to two. Mandan defeated Minots, your top two seeds in the West eliminated. And then it was Dickinson over the Bismarck reps, eight to five. Later that night, the Caps over Mandan, 11-1. Yesterday, the Caps uh, were uh, defeated by the, or Caps defeated the Reps, and then Dickinson defeated the Caps 5-2. So Dickinson, the Bismarck Capitals, the Bismarck Reps, and the uh, Mandan A's are the five teams, four teams going on to the state tournament for the West region. And again, seedings will be finished out here today with the East region. But the winner of today's game will open up with Mandan, and the loser of the number two seed will play the number three seeded team, the Bismarck Reps. And uh, then the uh, number three seed team here, the Grand Forks Blues, they'll take on the number two team, the Bismarck Caps, and it will be the number 14, the Fargo Astros, will take on Dickinson to start the West, uh, start the state tournament. That's going on in Bismarck at Dwyer Field in Bismarck at Shiloh Christian on Wednesday. So that's what's going on in Class AA and A American Legion Baseball. When we come back, we're going to go back down to Class B as they have their district tournaments going on around the state. And we'll talk local Class B American Legion Baseball. When we come back, Super Sports Saturday, we are live from Shane Roberts Field. It's the 7th Annual Wiffle Ball World Series. Back with more Super Sports Saturday after this. Hello from Husqvarna. Sure, you want our mighty outdoor power equipment, but you're embarrassed our rugged dealers like Sven or Bob will know you can't pronounce Husqvarna, the name that means craftsmanship all over the world. So I teach you now how to say Husqvarna. You say husk like corn and varn like varnish without the ish, and nah, like nah, I don't want any other stinking chainsaw or trimmer or more. I want the best in the world. I want Husqvarna. Husqvarna, tough name, tough equipment. Your local Husqvarna dealer is SNS Auto Electric of Valley City. Summer is shining bright, and Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks can help make your building project shine too. Stop in and browse through their aisles of tools, paint, floor covering, building supplies, and much more. They can help you plan, price, and provide materials for your small or large project. Quality materials, competitive prices, and knowledgeable service will help you get the job done right. Check out MertzLumber.com or stop in today and shine bright with Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks. 
Hey listeners, this is Casey Glant with Go Promo, the region's number one promotional vendor for your school. If your school, team, or fans need custom apparel with embroidery and screen printing services and you need them on time, just Go Promo. Need an easy way for everyone to place their order? Just Go Promo. Go Promo creates custom online stores just for your school or team and kicks back 10% of sales to you as a fundraiser. Visit justgopromo.com or call 877-99-PROMO to learn more. Go Promo. Consider it branded. Custom Machine and Oaks is your full-service machine and fabrication shop. Whether you need one part or 1,000, they guarantee a quality product at a competitive price. They offer CNC lath and millwork, complete welding shop, manual machining and repair, driveline rebuilding, water jet cutting services, and much more. Give Custom Machine a call today, 742-3188. That's 742-3188. Or just stop by, 501 South 4th Street in Oaks. world of farming is changing. Will you be ready? The demands on agriculture keep growing. Your challenge is to continue to keep pace. To be successful, you'll need equipment that can get the most out of every inch of land, innovations that help you work faster, and advice from people who know your field as well as they know their equipment. Case IH can help you be ready. Stop into Erickson Implement, your local Case IH dealer, or give them a call at 652-2821. That's Erickson Implement, located off of Highway 200 in Carrington. Have you experienced any of the following? Burning, stinging of the eyes, a gritty, sandy feeling in your eyelids, watery eyes? Well, these are all symptoms of a treatable condition called dry eye. Come to professional eye care centers for an evaluation and let us help you achieve consistent, clear, comfortable vision. Professional eye care centers, where the difference is clear, the difference is care. In Valley City, call 845-5000. Donald back with you here at Shane Roberts Field, also known as Bob Bergen's Backyard. It is the 2019 World Series, Wiffle Ball World Series, the seventh annual. And again, uh, this uh, World Series is uh, the last two years now has given money to a charity. Last year, they gave over $4,000 to the Todd Heck uh, Scholarship, Memorial Scholarship Fund. This year, the Jeremy Brown Family Foundation is uh, already presented with one initial check of $2,000, and obviously more are going to be uh, in the works there, and we hope to get a chance to talk with uh, Pat Bresnahan, who is the cousin of Jeremy Brown, get a chance to hear his uh, take on it. We were talking about the uh, trees. Well, there was a shot there that uh, probably was headed into over the left field wall for a home run and hit this weeping willow that's down that right behind third base. <laughs> it kind of got up in the trees, and it just goes down as a foul ball. Oh, this is the, the nuances of uh, wiffle ball here at Shane Roberts Field. And uh, again, if you are uh, out and about on this beautiful day and just want to maybe just see what's going on here, what this is all about, this is the place to be. Got 16 teams here and some from Valley City, Fargo, and uh, they're all over and they're coming in here. And uh, so watch uh, a little wiffle ball, watch some of these guys Relive their childhood, if you will, by playing some wiffle ball. And uh, here in the backyard, and just see the way they have this field 
situated. Uh, they have uh, Bob's houses in the background, and then they have a mat that has the home plate on it and the batter's box that they have that uh, serves as the home plate. Then coming down, you got a bag on the first baseline, a bag out by second base, and another uh, plate over on the third base side. They have another mat that they're using as the pitching mound, and that's so the not walking on the grass and wear out the grass, and it's a little bit easier if you're throwing off this turf. And then the uh, fence is a white plastic fence that they have here in the outfield that has foul poles, just like you would see at a major league ballpark, the yellow foul pole with the screen that kind of jets out into foul territory. And then a little extra netting, and oh, there's a diving catch by McKinnon for uh, the Magoos. That's the Slapnut Magoos. They're playing against Dirty's, uh, Dirty Dave's Dirty Dive Bar. And uh, that's what's uh, the game that's going on right now. They all have jerseys as well, and probably, you know, like softball jerseys, but they're all you know, geared up, ready to play, or playing here this afternoon. But back to the field, and they have a little extra netting around the outfield fence. And oh, oh here's one right by me. And it came underneath the table. I could have had it. I was all over it, man. If it was a little bit hit harder, I would have caught that one. A little soft liner right at me. I think he was doing that on purpose. you got to pay attention when you're at the ballpark, whether it's wiffle ball or baseball. you gotta got to be paying attention if you're watching things here. But uh, beautiful day. Come on out. We are at the 7th uh, Annual Wiffle Ball World Series here in Valley City. And, again, this has really just exploded in the seven years that they have had this uh, tournament, started with eight teams, and uh, it has uh, blown up to now a 16-team double elimination tournament, and teams are already starting to get ready to play their second game. After your first game, then it kind of turns into that double elimination. You're guaranteed three games. They've got two fields, the main field here in Bob Ergham's backyard, and then uh, back behind us, his neighbor also uh, set up a field with the fencing that they can use as a second field as a warm-up field and a second game field. And they'll be going into the night here. So if you don't want to come out in the sun, maybe you want to watch a little night wiffle ball, come on out. They've got big floodlights that they have over the left field wall that's run by a big generator that will uh, provide plenty of light here. If you have seen the videos of when they played at night, it definitely provides a lots and lots and plenty of lights here in, when they play into the wee hours. Well, let's get back into uh, more Legion baseball. Of course, the Class B uh, district tournaments are going on. Something uh, different this year. Before, they had just four districts. Top two teams moving on to the state tournament. Now they expanded into seven districts. And then the host team uh, is how they have expanded things. You have seven districts, and each district champion goes to the state tournament. And then your host team is in the state tournament. And the District 7, that's going on down in Oaks. And they'll have their final three going on here today as uh, there are three now, Oaks, Lamore, and uh, Fargo will play today to see who will represent District 7 in the State Class B American Legion Baseball Tournament next week. Oaks won over Fairmont, Hankins, and Lidgewood 13-3 in five innings yesterday at Cummings Field, and Lamore handed Fargo its first loss of the tournament with a 6-2 win. In that uh, Oaks game, it was Adam Neustel highlighting an eight-run fourth inning with a grand slam home run that led Oaks to the win over FHL to stay alive in the District 7 tournament. And at the end of the inning, Isaiah Holser, he capped the inning with a two-run home run to left field. Neustel added an RBI double and scored three times. Garrett Meal had three hits, scored twice, and drove in two runs. And Coy Awender, Alex Nelson, and Tyler Boitman all had two hits as Oaks had 14 total. 
And then in the uh, Lamore Fargo Bombers game, that was a 6-2 victory for Lamore. Mac Bierman did it on the mound and at the plate, leading Lamore to the win. Bierman had two hits and drove in a run with an RBI double in the two-run fifth inning. Shane Ness and Roy Jenskow had two hits each, and Alex Cleaver scored three times for post-19. Bierman allowed five hits and two earned runs in seven innings. He walked three and struck out six. And now Oaks and Lamore, they are playing at 2 o'clock today. And uh, that game at Cummings Field, you can hear that game with Ace Sourwine and KDDR, uh, the Tornado. And again, pregame, around, probably around 150 with the pregame. And then the first pitch at 2 o'clock. And then the winner of that game will move on and play the Fargo Bombers. So around 4 o'clock in the afternoon or thereabouts, they'll have that second game. And the winner of that one will move on to the state tournament, which will be in Hazen here in uh, next week on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And again, the uh, district champ moves on, and you can hear both those games on KDDR, 1220 AM, 95.9 FM, and NewsDakota.com. Ace will have the call for you in the district seven championship. And also going on today in Carrington, they're just uh, making a call to uh, teams because they're just making sure that games are uh, hurrying along because there's a lot of uh, wiffle ball to be played here today. Up in Carrington, the District 7 is going on. Scores from yesterday, Rolla defeated Harvey 12-2, Kidder County over Candu 10-2. Then Carrington defeated New Rockford Cheyenne 4-0. And in that game, Kyle Leopold struck out 14 batters, and Carrington scored three insurance runs in the bottom of the sixth inning, and Ethan Buxness' RBI single and Peyton Smith's two-run double. Carrington scored an unearned run in the bottom of the first on Drew Page's RBI infield single that scored Lucas Geisler, who reached on an error and advanced to third base on another error and a wild pitch. New Rockford starting pitcher Tucker Longnecker allowed just three hits in the game, recorded five strikeouts, six walks, and hit one batter. New Rockford threatened to score in the first inning, but left runners at second and third. Bo Belquist was thrown out at home in the third inning on an attempted steal of home that halted a potential scoring chance. Leopold allowed just three hits as well and just one walk and hit one batter. So Carrington is in that championship today. They'll wait to see who they will play because the last game of the day had Kidder County taking on Rolla, and Kidder County won that one by a final of 5-2. to two. So going on at noon today, Kidder County will play New Rockford, and then approximately 2.30, the winner of that game will play Carrington. Now, if they do need to play a second championship game, that will be tomorrow at 2 o'clock, because Carrington is the undefeated team, so whoever comes out of the Kidder County-New Rockford game, they need to beat Carrington twice, once today and once tomorrow to advance into the uh, state tournament, which again will be in Hazen coming up here next week on the 31st through the 2nd. And also going on out at Watford City, it is the Babe Ruth State Tournament is going on out of Watford City, the Class B State Babe Ruth Tournament. And uh, another reminder to the Carrington games that are going up on the KDAK. Those two games from District 4 will be on KDAK this afternoon. Kyle Hewitt will handle the play-by-play there. Greg Renz is out at Watford City as he is following New Rockford and Shine New Rockford and Lamore in the Class B Babe Ruth State Tournament. Again, that's going on out in uh, Watford City. Yesterday, Castleton defeated Surrey 10 to nothing. Thompson, winners over Hazen, 7-5. Then Lamore, boy, a big game for a big day yesterday for Lamore baseball. First their Legion team wins to advance in the District 17 tournament. 
And then yesterday, the Lemoore A's were down 8-1 to one heading into the fifth inning. They chipped away at the lead, scoring three runs in the top half of the fifth inning and then added four more in the top of the sixth for an eight-all tie. After scoring one more run in the eighth inning, then they held Langdon scoreless in the bottom of the inning and extras to get the come-from-behind victory 9-8 to eight over Langdon. And with the win, they improved to 27-5. and five. Well, not to be outdone, Cheyenne New Rockford, they did the same thing against host Watford City. In a back-and-forth game, the Black Sox of SNR put out, uh, pulled out all the, the victory in the last game of the day. With the game tied at 8 in the bottom of the 8th inning, Nick Berglund would hit a leadoff triple, and then the next batter, Kobe Duda, would hit a walk-off single, scoring Berglund for the game winner as Cheyenne New Rockford defeated Watford City in 8 innings, 9-8. to eight and they improved to 18-2 overall. So here's what's going on today. Matter of fact, going on as we speak, Surrey and Hazen in a loser-out game. And then later on at 12.30, Langdon will play Watford City in a loser-out game. In the winner's bracket at 3 o'clock, Castleton will take on Thompson. And then at 5.30, Lamore will take on Cheyenne New Rockford. That game with Greg Grenz on the mic will be on Q101, KQDJ FM 101.1, and NewsDakota.com, and that will be Lamore and Shine New Rockford in the, the Babe Ruth State Tournament that's going on out in Watford City. We're going to take a break. We're going to see if uh, Pat Brisnahan has a couple minutes to come over and uh, chat with us a little bit about the Jeremy Brown Family Fund and uh, more on the this Saturday. It is the seventh annual Wiffleball World Series. And we are live here with Super Sports Saturday, back with more after this. Bremer Bank is always looking for ways to make managing your finances easier. With a dedicated staff and local decision-making, we're able to provide you with the responsiveness that you deserve. And with Bremer's online banking, bill pay, and mobile banking, you're able to bank when and where it's convenient for you. Contact Bremer Bank today to start banking with ease. Bremer Bank, member FDIC. Count on your independently locally owned Health Mart Pharmacy to play a key role in keeping you and your pets healthy all year long. Health Mart Pharmacists are a trusted health care resource. Carrington Drug is now offering two-dose pet medications for calming, agility, joint care, skin and coat. Medications are to boost your pet's immune systems. Check out Trudos. For all the details, stop in and talk to your Health Mart Pharmacist. Remember, Health Mart Pharmacists have a personal commitment to their community. Carrington Drug, 415 Main Street. Or call 652-2521. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. Custom Machine and Oaks is your full-service machine and fabrication shop. Whether you need one part or 1,000, they guarantee a quality product at a competitive price. They offer CNC lap and millwork, complete welding shop, manual machining and repair, driveline rebuilding, water jet cutting services, and much more. Give Custom Machine a call today, 742-3188. That's 742-3188. Or just stop by, 501 South 4th Street in Oaks. Bob McDonald back with you here at Shane Roberts Field, a.k.a. Bob Bergen's Backyard. As uh, What would they say? It's the Shane Roberts Field at the Bergen Park or something like that. <laughs> but uh, one of the founding members of this Wiffle Ball World Series, Pat Bresnahan, joining us. Pat, how are you doing today? Pretty darn good. We took a tough loss in the first uh 
first game for us, but uh, we're ready to bounce back. There's plenty of time. Double elimination, that first game. Exactly, you know, but the weather is as perfect as you could ever ask for. Uh, we've got uh, some drinks flowing. we got great people here. You can't really ask for much more. I mean, this is, and, and how big this is. You know, we're here. I know ESPN uh, out of Fargo, uh, 66 Day, we're here. <laughs> TV, yeah. I mean, when are we going to get really ESPN here? we got to get know, them down here. I, you know, i got to put that on Trevor. He's our marketing guy. You know, he's got he's to get their attention. But, yeah, they should be here for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, he and I will work on that together. We'll, there you we'll, go. we'll be the media people and start going on that. Now, of course, uh, we're having fun. We're enjoying things. But in the last couple of years, the Wiffle Ball World Series, uh, the big thing is raising money for uh, a, a charity. Last year was a Todd Heck Memorial uh, Scholarship Fund. Uh, and I know Jordan was here earlier yeah. today, and I chatted with Jordan a little bit about that. And then last year to this year, it's a Jeremy Brown uh, family fund. Uh, exactly. Tell us a little bit about Jeremy and the fund. Uh, so Jeremy actually is, Jeremy Brown is a cousin of mine. Uh, the whole charity got started basically because another one of my cousins uh, just basically thought to himself, you know, how, how big and how important it was that Jeremy was just a big part of our lives growing up. You know, he has, he has a syndrome called monosomy 9. Uh, affects about 1 in 14 million people. Uh, he has very limited speech, requires pretty much 24-hour attendance, um, but he was involved in almost everything that we did. He was He's, he's a pretty big part of the Fargo communi community, um, and we really wanted to start a charity that just had inclusiveness and well-being for basically anybody with disabilities. You know, uh, like I said, he affected our lives so much um, we just wanted to be able to show that to other people and allow people to understand that, you know, people with disabilities can get it done just like anybody else. And he's here. He's sitting across from us in the, under the shade of the willow tree, which is yeah. also taking a couple of homers away from people. Yeah, he uh, fired a perfect strike in there for did. the first pitch, too. Absolutely. And uh, he was warming up for a good half hour <laughs> yeah. prior yeah, to the get game. Yeah, that arm loose. And, uh, but it's great to see. You, you, you call them disabilities. I know they use the, the word handicap. I like the word handicapable because yeah, absolutely. Uh, they, they, they still are a big part of society. Absolutely. You know, and, and the other thing about the, the charity that we founded um, – especially for people who might be considering donating to it, is we definitely don't uh, narrow down that uh, idea very much. Basically, anybody with disabilities, we are always looking for opportunities to uh, donate to them. Uh, basically, we're kind of a middleman. We're trying to find a way to you know, get, some, get some donations, and then we'd like to pinpoint various organi organizations that we think represent our idea as as good as possible. Now, their website, I know that they can yeah. go to the World Series website, but is there a place they can donate? Yeah, so you can go to either wiffleballws.com, which is our website. There's a there's a little button that says Donate here. You can go to our Facebook page, which you can just search Wiffleball World Series, or you can go to the Dakota Medical Foundation and search Jeremy Brown Family Fund, and you can donate through them. And we'll have the link uh, on our website, too, that uh, people can follow the link uh, to either the World Series or to uh, the North Dakota Medicals and, uh, and get that. But uh, just a great cause. They already got, you already got a $2,000 check, but I have a yeah. feeling more is coming the way things are going today. Yeah, you know, last year I think it ended up to be about $4,100 that we were able to give uh, to the Todd Heck uh, Memorial Fund. Um, this year we're hoping to eclipse that, so, you know, as many people that are willing to, you know, five bucks, ten bucks, anything really, you know, if we can get those donations to pour in, you know, we'd love to give them something, something substantial. So, and uh, it's great to see Jeremy. What did when you told him uh, what was kind of the reaction? 
you know, he's always pretty happy-go-lucky. So, uh, you know, he is pretty excited. I know it meant a lot to uh, his mother and uh, really everybody that's been involved. I mean, obviously, this is basically my family, my extended family, and it meant it means a lot to all of us, you know, and uh, it's it's just great to see. Well, Pat, I appreciate you stopping by. Good luck the rest of the tournament. Hopefully the Bickler boys uh, will uh, come back now. Yeah, let's hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pat, again, congratulations on the great day, and thanks much for stopping appreciate in. Appreciate it. Thanks for being here. You bet. No problem. Appreciate that. That is Pat Brisnan joining us again. One of the original founders with Chad Bergen and, and also Trevor Christensen. They're the ones that got this whole thing started back in 2013, and uh, then they it has just morphed. We've talked about how it has uh, expanded and expanded and expanded, and now it's become this just a full day, a uh, full backyard. There's food, there's fun, there's a ball, there's friends, there's family. It's just a great atmosphere here at uh, Shane Roberts Field. If you got nothing going on, you want to stop by, come on out. Again, it's on the uh, Catherine Road. Just come on out. Uh, just a couple miles out of town. You can't miss it. It looks like a used parking, uh, used car lot right now with all the cars parked out front of uh, Chad's place. Uh, it's interesting with the uniforms. I know one of the teams here, they have Cleveland Indian uniforms. They're all number nine, Vaughn. That's Ricky Vaughn from the Major League movies. And uh, the uh, team playing right now, the which is Larry's, they're all wearing Larry Bird Boston Celtic jerseys. <laughs> so... It's, uh, I tell you, they have creative jerseys. They've got the Boom Crew, and the Boom Crew, actually, they're here in duel. They're not only playing, but they're also the ones doing the uh, video for the big Jumbotron that they have here. So they kind of have a dual role going on here. They're playing, they're enjoying themselves, and also they are working. Well, we're going to take another break. When we come back, Eric Johnson, uh, one of our correspondents from KQLX uh, out of Lisbon, he had a chance uh, to talk with Matt Entz. Matt Entz, the uh, head football coach, the first-year head football coach of the North Dakota State University Bison, and uh, they had a big tailgate uh, party for NDSU in Barnesville, and uh, Eric had a chance to track down the head coach and talk with uh, Matt Entz, and we're going to have that uh, conversation coming up as we continue with Super Sports Saturday. That's on the way. You're listening to Super Sports Saturday. Back with more right after this. The biggest adventures start with the biggest dreams, and you can make them come true with the 2019 Honda Pioneer 1000. It's a Sports A 999cc engine, a six-speed automatic dual-clutch transmission, and an impressive 2,000-pound towing capacity, which means you can do it all, hunting, fishing, trail riding, and more. Just head to Gun & Reel Sports on 1st Street West Jamestown and check out the Honda Pioneer 1000 today. For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection. Always wear your seatbelt and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneers are for drivers 16 years and older. Check out the new daily specials at Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, your locally owned pharmacy. Every Monday is Memory Mondays, 20% off scrapbooking and picture frames. Tuesday is two for Tuesday, buy one, get one free on all Health Mart products. Wednesday is Whimsical Wednesday, 20% off home decor. Thursday is Toy Thursday, 20% off all toys. Friday is Fabric Friday, 20% off all crafts. And Saturday is Serious Saving Saturday with a discount drawing at time of purchase. Central Avenue Health Mart Pharmacy, downtown Valley City. Health Mart, caring for you and a about you. 
Before you can start building business, you have to build a business, you know, a building, a storefront, a facility, new or addition. Problem is, you're too busy taking care of business, you don't have time to meet with a planner, a contractor, and all the suppliers. But if you wait any longer, you're going to start losing business. Well, have you heard about Hillerood Construction? They're in the business of building business. Literally, quality commercial construction saves you time, stress, and money so that you can get on with your business. Visit HillerudConstruction.com or call 253-8310 to get the ball rolling. Hey listeners, this is Casey Glant with Go Promo, the region's number one promotional vendor for your school. If your school, team, or fans need custom apparel with embroidery and screen printing services and you need them on time, just Go Promo. Need an easy way for everyone to place their order? Just Go Promo. Go Promo creates custom online stores just for your school or team and kicks back 10% of sales to you as a fundraiser. Visit justgopromo.com or call 877-99-PROMO to learn more. Go Promo. Consider it branded. Come home to Oaks Family Pharmacy, where they treat you like family. With great knowledge and customer service, the staff is committed to making your prescription health and gift needs as simple as possible. While you wait for your prescriptions, check out the great items in the store. Tornado, Oaks, and North Dakota wall decor, summer clothing, baby gifts, and more. With summer also comes sunshine and nasty bugs. So protect yourself with sunscreen and insect repellent spray and lotion. Visit Oaks Family Pharmacy at 422 Main Avenue in Oaks. Count on your independently locally owned health park farm. Summer is shining bright and Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks can help make your building project shine too. Stop in and browse through their aisles of tools, paint, floor covering, building supplies and much more. They can help you plan, price and provide materials for your small or large project. Quality materials, competitive prices and knowledgeable service will help you get the job done right. Check out MertzLumber.com or stop in today and shine bright with Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks. Donald back with you here, Super Sports Saturday. We are live from Shane Roberts Field here in Valley City. And it is uh, Bob Bergen's backyard, as a lot of people know it as. But uh, every year for a weekend in July, it becomes the home of the Wiffle Ball World Series. And a great charity gets uh, benefits from this this year. It's the Jeremy Brown family fund and uh, you can go to our website at newsdakota.com and i got a story up on there on uh, about the world series and on there there's a link to the uh, website that you can go to www.wiffleballws.com and you can go to that page and there's a donate button on that page you can also like them on facebook the wiffleball world series like them on facebook and you can donate uh, there as well and uh, do uh, stress that you uh, donate and help out to this cause. Again, anybody with uh, disabilities, not just the uh, disability that his cousin Jeremy Brown has, but any disability is what that money goes to. So help them out. They've already given them some money here today, and they're hoping to uh, double that before this day is over. And, of course, the defending champions here at the World Series, I think they've won it a couple of years in a row, and they're actually now, as I look back behind me, they are playing right now is uh, some former NDSU Bison football players. 
are uh, playing in this tournament. And I think like I said, this is a couple years uh, that they have won it. They are the defending champions in this tournament. And uh, the uh, Bison players that are here is Cole Jurek, Colton Hegel, Elsie Elsie Thornton, uh, Ben LeCompte are the ones that are here. They're playing on the auxiliary field back behind me. Well, the current head Bison football coach, Matt Entz, uh, he had a chance, or Eric Johnson had a chance to talk with Coach Entz. They were at the uh, Bison tailgate party. It was held in Barnesville, Minnesota here a couple of days ago. And the Bison report to camp next week. And Eric had a little sit-down with the first-year head coach. Well, let's talk a little football. You've got a game in about five weeks from now at Target Field against Butler. Where are you at in your football calendar? Are the guys in camp yet, or how close are we? We are uh, just wrapping up our off-season conditioning and, and lifting. Uh, they have uh, workouts today. Uh, they have a captain's practice tomorrow, which is a player-led uh, or- and organized practice. Uh, they're going to get a couple days off uh, a Saturday afternoon, Sunday, and, and into Monday, and then they'll report back to Fargo middle of next week with our first practice being next Friday. Talk about the legacy. Obviously, Craig Bull, Chris Kleiman, some very big shoes to fill just unbelievable winning percentages. How do you take over an enterprise like that? Well, I, I think the, the first thing that I had, had have done is, is is tried to look back at what Craig and Chris had, had had what they did within their ten years as the head football coach because both of them had a great recipe for success. Uh, you know, I've told people that we're not looking to change anything. The uh, you know we're not going to reinvent the wheel by any means here at NDSU. May try to make it a little bit shinier in certain aspects, but uh, uh, we're still going to continue to run the football. We want to play a championship level defense and, and have great special teams. Uh, and uh, you know, the one big thing that I took from Chris when as he was heading to Kansas State was Matt, just make sure that you're yourself uh, in this role and uh, enjoy every minute of it. Uh, you're going to have unbelievable amount of support and uh, that's what I'm looking forward to is just getting back to work here a week from today. Well another thing that's changing is you'll have a different quarterback this year is there somebody set in stone yet or is it an open uh, tryout? It is uh, it's currently an open competition and uh, all three of our returning quarterbacks uh, did a nice job in the spring Uh, and I don't think uh, you know by any means the offensive staff or myself are ready to sit down and, and, and declare any one of those individuals as a starter, but I would anticipate probably about 10 to 12 days out from our first game, uh, we'll make a decision based on their performance up to that point. You think there's a little added pressure for the person that wins that QB job because of what Easton Stick did and Carson Wentz and where they ended up and their legacies? Oh, I'm, I'm sure, uh, you know, maybe maybe in their dorm or in their apartment, they probably have thought about that. You look, you look back at the last three quarterbacks who've started here, uh, all of them were, were professional quarterback caliber players, and two of them are still in the, in, in the in professional uh, league right now. So, uh, you know, but we try to minimize that. We need these we need these young guys who are hungry to play for us this year to realize that they're not filling anyone's shoes. They need to create their own shoes. And and uh, uh, regardless of who it is, I think we have a, a enough talent young men in that quarterback room that can help us win. Just one more question for you. Obviously, uh, Butler is coming up. I don't believe that's a common opponent for you guys. You don't see them. Uh, how do you prepare for the team, and is the preparation already begun? 
we started game planning for them. Uh, we took a week in early June. Uh, we've already done all our uh, film exchange with them. Uh, they have all our games. They have all our regular season games from last year, and and we have all of theirs. And and and, and uh, excellent program. Uh, you know, they 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 had a familiar uh, opponent last year. They beat Youngstown in game one, and so I think that immediately got the attention of our players because uh, uh, I know how well-respected Coach Polini's program in Youngstown State is in the eyes of our players. So uh, we'll continue to game plan through fall camp a little bit, um, but for the most part that plan is in place and, and probably about uh, a week and a half out from that game we'll start uh, installing the game plan. Okay, I lied. One more question. So you're playing your first game in a baseball stadium. Yeah. Is there any kind of thought process or concerns playing in a different type of stadium? Well, there is, and, and, and part of the – uh, method that or way that I tried to kind of make sure we crossed our T's and dotted our, all our I's was in early June I went down and had a uh, uh, a tour and the, the twins were hospitable and did a great job of showing us how the field would be laid out walked us through everything we know exactly where our coaches boxes will be where the opponents locker room will be our the distance from the locker room to the playing field so trying to do all those things to alleviate any last minute adjustments, um, but I feel like we're going to be prepared. We're going to get down there Friday. Uh, we'll get there plenty early that day because it is a new venue, allow our kids to have an opportunity to get out there, look around. Uh, but then once, they, once that clock hits about 90 minutes out, we need to be focused and ready to go. That is Eric Johnson uh, from KQLX on Lisbon as he was chatting with Matt Entz, the uh, head football coach at the North Dakota State Bison. Of course, you can hear Bison football on KDDR, the tornado throughout the season. And again, that first game is uh, the 31st of August. That's Saturday as they take on uh, the Butler Bulldogs in the opening game. Again, that first game will be played at Target Field. And uh, speaking of football, of course, uh, our football coverage on ESPN Jamestown and on KOVC, we get started at the same time on the same night. At the same venue as University of Jamestown will be coming to uh, Lockin Stadium and uh, Shell Elig Field and taking on Valley City State University in the opening game of the season on Thursday, August 29th. That'll be the second annual Ag Bowl. And I tell you what, there have been some improvements and upgrades to Shell Elig and Lockin Stadium. And so you're going to want to check that out and come on out uh, to the, uh, the big matchup. It is uh, the paint bucket game. UJ and Valley City State, VCSU and UJ, the opening game of the football season coming up August 29th. That is a Thursday night, 7 o'clock kickoff. And again, uh, you can hear the game, all of the Valley City State University games on KOVC, 1490 AM, 96.3 FM, and all the UJ games on ESPN, Jamestown with Steve Lensmeyer. So the football season not too far away, one month and two days before the uh, college football season begins of course Vikings they're in training camp right now they start their training camp some of the rookies have already uh, been in now the veterans are going to start to trickle in as uh, the Vikings uh, getting ready for their season to begin of course they'll have a couple of weeks and then their uh, first preseason game will be coming up here the first weekend in August uh, which is actually next week but I believe uh, their first game is actually the week after for uh, the Vikings and you can hear Viking football all season long on ESPN Jamestown and uh, all, matter of fact, on all of it, KDDR, KDAK, and KOVC. 
We're going to take a break. When we come back, we have our final segment here as we get ready to wrap things up on this uh, Super Sports Saturday. We're going to talk about uh, what uh, we're all having on the air today as our news and notes. We'll come have that coming up as Super Sports Saturday continues here from Shane Roberts Field and Bat Bob Bergen Backyard. We'll be back with more Super Sports Saturday in just a moment. Hello from Husqvarna. Sure you want our mighty outdoor power equipment, but you're embarrassed our rugged dealers like Sven or Bob will know you can't pronounce Husqvarna, the name that means craftsmanship all over the world. So I teach you now how to say Husqvarna. You say husk like corn and varn like varnish without the ish and nah. Like nah, I don't want any other stinking chainsaw or trimmer or more. I want the best in the world. I want Husqvarna. Husqvarna. Tough name, tough equipment. Your local Husqvarna dealer is SNS Auto Electric of Valley City. Bremer Bank is always looking for ways to make managing your finances easier. With a dedicated staff and local decision making, we're able to provide you with the responsiveness that you deserve. And with Bremer's online banking, bill pay, and mobile banking, you're able to bank when and where it's convenient for you. Contact Bremer Bank today to start banking with ease. Bremer Bank, member FDIC. Bremer Bank. Count on your independently locally Count on your independently locally owned Health Mart Pharmacy to play a key role in keeping you and your pets healthy all year long. Health Mart Pharmacists are a trusted health care resource. Carrington Drug is now offering two-dose pet medications for calming, agility, joint care, skin and coat. Medications are to boost your pet's immune systems. Check out Trudos. For all the details, stop in and talk to your Health Mart Pharmacist. Remember, Health Mart Pharmacists have a personal commitment to their community. Carrington Drug, 415 Main Street. Or call 652-2521. Health Mart, caring for you and about you. Summer is shining bright, and Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks can help make your building project shine too. Stop in and browse through their aisles of tools, paint, floor covering, building supplies, and much more. They can help you plan, price, and provide materials for your small or large project. Quality materials, competitive prices, and knowledgeable service will help you get the job done right. Check out MertzLumber.com or stop in today and shine bright with Mertz Lumber and Supply in Ellendale and Oaks. Here we go, Paul McDonald back with you along uh, with uh, Steve Yernis. And oh, tell you what, Steve, wow. you, you, you mentioned that because these guys are getting nasty. Because they are. They're sliding. They're diving. Uh -huh. they're, uh, they're taking this a little seriously than some people think. And I've already seen, uh, oh, hang on. we gotta, we got to stop the music. Yeah, you, you can quiet down now. But... Uh, Oh. Paul McDonald, Steve Yernis, as we wrap it up, we just got a couple of minutes left of Super Sports Saturday. And uh, before we uh, wrap things here from, beautiful, the, beautiful. from the World Series, <laughs> I just want to wrap up what's going on today on our stations on KDAK. 
Matter of fact, uh, you're already in it, so you probably uh, left us at noon. Uh, Kidder County and New Rockford, they're playing uh, up at, at the in Carrington at the District 4 tournament. And then at 2.30, Carrington will play the winner of that game. That's again on 1600 AM, 100.1 FM, KDAK, and News Dakota. Dot com And going on on the Tornado on the 1220 KDDR 95.9 FM with Ace Sauerrein having the call in Oaks. It is the District 7 semis, if you will. Oaks and Lamore play at 2. The winner will take on the Fargo Bombers and see who will go on to the state tournament out of District 7. And that's going on today. Of course, Twins baseball coming up tonight on ESPN and on KOVC and also on the other two stations as well. The Twins got a 6-10 first pitch tonight, 5-30 pregame as they go for win number three against the White Sox. Last night, another major league baseball record by the Twins. Really? I kid you not. Max Kepler hit his 27th home run, but it was the 200th of the season for the Twins wow. in their 103rd game. That's the fastest any team in the history of the NFL or in the history of Major League Baseball <laughs> have reached. And, and we're talking about the New York Yankees. Yes. Okay? We're talking about some very legendary uh, some teams. Some legendary okay? teams. And so they, congratulations to the Minnesota Twins. The fastest. Wow. And the record was set a couple years back, uh, by, think back in 2013-14 by the Texas Rangers. They hit their 200th in their 122nd game. Really? And the Twins bested that by 19. That's crazy. So well, the, go Twins. That's right. The, <laughs> their lead's still at two games. Uh, so the Twins and the White Sox tonight, 6-10 is the first pitch and the pregame at 5:30, And that's, uh, of course, uh, right here on KOVC and on ESPN Jamestown on KDAK, the Cardinal and KDDR. Tornadoes. Look so, at that barbecue. That, the grill if, is fired don't up. Don't call the fire department. <laughs> no, no. Whatever you do, <laughs> if you listen to this broadcast in Valley City, it looks like it, but no, it is a beautiful barbecue uh, in the back of the Bergen good. family yard here. So yes, <laughs> and it does are, smell good. They are uh, cooking up <laughs> things. Uh, they have uh, beverages here. And again, as I mentioned, if you want to help uh, the Jeremy Brown Family Fund, they've got T-shirts for sale. You can uh, stop by, watch a little wiffle ball, get a T-shirt. But if you do want to donate to the fund and help them out, uh, just go to our website at newsdakota.com and I have uh, go to the sports page and I'll have the story about the World Series. And in there is a website, a link to a website. It's www.wiffleballws.com. And that is the Wiffleball World Series website. You can go there. There's a donate button on the home page, and you can donate that way. You can like them on Facebook, and you can donate that way as well. I want to say, uh, say thank you to Bob Bergen letting us uh, set up here in his backyard. Of course, Trevor Christensen and to Pat Bresnahan joining us on the show today. To Eric Johnson and his interview with the head Bison football coach, Matt Entz. And my partner for the day here, Steve Yernis, uh, oh. for joining us. want to thank you all. And, uh, Beautiful day. It is uh, the World Series. It's going on well into the night. So uh, come on out if you're in Valley City and stop out and watch the Wiffle Ball World Series. We'll be back with more Super Sports Saturday next week. Have yourself a great weekend. Enjoy the weather. Bye-bye. Bye.